WTF, we're doing a podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Michelle. This is 50. Welcome to What the 50. Join us on our continued journey to simplify our lives. We will seek the answers from the experts and offer tips, tools, and techniques to live your life with confidence and joy. Are we ready? Let's go. Hey, Michelle. Happy International Women's Hi, Day. Nikki. And the very same to you. And you're looking so fabulous today. I am. <laughs> yes, you got all dressed up for International Women's Day. Why not? Okay, of course. You know, you had, and you know what my husband said? Tell me. He goes, today's International Women's Day. What would you like to have for dinner? Ooh, is he going to cook? No, he was going to like, we were going to order or go out for dinner because, you know, I'm having pumpkin soup, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, we don't have to go out for dinner for International Women's Day, you know? He goes, well... I suspect that International Man's Day is coming up. <laughs> there, there you go. That is what was behind all of it. Oh, I love it anyway. So um, it's a very, very significant day and it's being celebrated internationally. And um, I just think it's fantastic. I mean, we, we celebrate women every single day, particularly with our podcast. But when there's a special day that's set aside to recognize what women have done, I think it's amazing. Um, and there's so many videos that I've seen. I don't. Know if you, I know you have seen them as well of um, achievements of women, both in Jamaica, overseas, and it's just great to just sit and watch them and to understand that there's always been a struggle for women, of course, and we have come a long way, and we're now able to stand on their shoulders and feel the um, the joy, you know, that you know we have come such a long way, we have achieved a lot, and we're going to influence others, you know. You know what? The worst thing about it, though, Michelle, Mm -hmm. is that a lot of struggle that comes for women come from other women. Yes. Yes. And that's what we really want to change. And that's Mm -hmm. why we decided to make our March series around the community of women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Because women are powerful. Absolutely. And together, they're even more more powerful. powerful. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that we chose to 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 channel this month, not just looking at women, but the community of women, because we know that there's this whole um, idea that women tend to fight each other sometimes, um, put each other down for whatever reason. It happens, and we know it happens. But the good thing is we have an amazing story of three women who have helped each other, and they now have achieved something that's um, phenomenal, you know, and that was coming from the support that they gave each other. Three different personalities came together and they have created this amazing school. Right. And I, I just love that, you know, it, it's a great, they're a great example of what can happen when women get together. Well, as we were talking about before, mm-hmm. we as women have the choice. Yes. We can allow each other to trigger us and where we send ourselves into judgment, we Mm -hmm. judge them, we judge ourselves, Mm -hmm. and we kind of push away. Or we can allow them to expand us, Mm -hmm. where we look at them, we say, hey, they're doing it, we can do it, how you're doing it, and we, you know, we kind of pull each other along, push Mm -hmm. ourselves, and that's how, you know, everything is a choice. Oh, absolutely, but as our former guest had said, you remember when Sarah said, she has that hype person, that hype mm-hmm. friend, because we need that too, you know, we need that encouragement to say, come on, you can do it. And that person also forms a part of our community. Right. And what I love about these guests 
too, was that um, when they, before they wanted to start their business, mm -hmm. the person that wanted to do it actively sought out these people and tried to convince them and also was also helping each other yes. even before they decide to start a business yes. together, even yes. though they were in competing areas mm -hmm. or competing businesses. Exactly, exactly. And there was a need, one, one had a need and she decided, I'm going to get a team together. Right, for sure. I love it. It's, had it's the a vision. great story. So I believe that it was Jody coming out from our interviews with her that decided that she needed to start a prep school. So Jody Williams is a mother of two, a co-owner of Building Blocks Preschool and of Reach Academy. She is an educator for over 22 years and she um, calls herself an invested Jamaican educator. The other co-founder and co-owner of Reach Academy is Kana Core. She too is a mother of two, and she has been a passionate educator for over 20 years. So I know Kana from when Max was in prep school, many of his friends were doing extra lessons with uh, Jody with Kana, sorry, for GSAT. Mm -hmm. And now she is the one that deals with the PEP curriculum and actually teaches some of the PEP curriculum. So our third guest is Vanessa Curry Salazar. She's a wife, a mother of one, the co-owner and principal of Reach Academy. She's an innovator, she's a creative and a lover of all things education. Her strong passion for teaching and learning has led her down a path of over 15 years of joy from the traditional classroom to leading a future-focused school that continues to beat to the rhythm of ever-changing students. You can tell that Vanessa is the creative, right? Mm -hmm. Because look at how long her yeah. bio was. <laughs> yeah. But what I do love about Reach Academy, though, um, Mish, is you know, and I know that there are many schools in Jamaica mm -hmm. who are doing the same thing with maybe the difference between GSAT and PrEP that mm -hmm. they did 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know that reach is always evolving and always, always yes, changing. Yes, yes. If I had young children, without question, they would be going to Reach Academy. If no you can doubt. find the spot. Well, I'd want to, be, I'd find a way. <laughs> I'd have to find a way to get into reach. But let's talk to our ladies. Let them tell their story. Yes, for sure. And listen, especially about their tips of having a partnership together, because I yes. think that's important of how women can work together to be successful. Yes, for sure. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Hi ladies. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. So it, we, this is our first time, Michelle, having three people. three people. So we kind of have to set the stage mm -hmm. and have them tell us each about themselves. So can you guys introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Hi. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Michelle. Hi. I'm Vanessa Kuri Salazar. I'm one of the co-owners of Reach Academy. I am a mom of one a wife and um most importantly in this forum um we are a woman empowered um school with um two great partners jody and Tana. so joe will go next hi i'm jody williams i'm a mom of two 
Nossa wife, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in education for a long time, and we have now been partners together for 10 years. Wow. Yes. Hi, everybody. I'm Kana Kaur. I'm an educator. I am one of the co-founders of Reach Academy. I'm also a mom of two. <laughs> so these are the these are the yummy mommy educators of today. Can you imagine? I love it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I want to tell you a little story about this. So yeah. as you know, um, Vanny is married to my nephew, right? And I remember her coming to me. Oh, I guess a couple like or must be around like twelve years ago, and says, you know. I'm going to put together a school. I said, oh, okay, that's nice. And here I'm thinking, how is she going to do that? <laughs> but lo and behold, 10 years later, they have this amazing school. And honestly, I cannot tell you how proud I am mm-hmm. of Vanny and her team. They are really have done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. It's like, honestly, the school that you want to send your children. No, to. yeah, for sure. For sure. So I want to find out exactly how the partnership came about. Like, how did you guys decide to say, okay, I want this team of three? And who was the person that first said, who had the vision and brought okay. all the people together? That's definitely Jody. So Jody will start that one. Okay. So um, I had a small, I have a small preschool also. And about a year before my son was supposed to go to big school, I found Vanny and I was like, Vanny, we need to start a school. All my parents are asking for school, but I guess the push wasn't there yet. And then uh, Che was to go to school in the following September. And I found back Vanny and I said, Vanessa, now is the time. We have to start a school. Che has to go to school. And she was like... (laughs) Mm-hmm. you sure I said yes we have to do it now so Vanya and I actually also went to high school together mm-hmm. and Kana and Vanessa went to prep school together mm-hmm. so we've known each other throughout our lives mm-hmm. and then funny enough all of us are educators or went into education and so we decided to form this partnership together but very quickly <laughs> it was funny because Jody and I spoke about this almost a year of talking because I had a preschool at that time too that was not where I was going you know I was my degree is not by no means in the preschool department actually I should have never been in that department ever <laughs> and um but I came to Jamaica looking to work in a prep school you know that's my degree I was working in the states I was working as an elementary teacher came back to Jamaica couldn't find anything well that's not true I found things but it didn't fit me it didn't fit my mold what I was I was meant to do and so I was while the years dabbling in preschool and still connecting to Jody because it's funny enough um Jody the moment I opened the school she contacted me and so she was being very helpful and very generous and coming from a space where I was like you know why would somebody want to help me she has a preschool why would she want to support me when you know, am I her competitor? By, by all means, I'm not competing. No, comp- no competition, two different markets, two different types of preschools, but she kept connecting to me. And then, you know, I would still be looking for moving to do bigger things. And then she would connect back again. Hey, let's look, let's look. And literally it was Che needed to go to school. <laughs> she must have gone to the school that she was looking at. She did the, the day tour. 
She came back and she's like, let's meet now. There's no drive like your own child. Yeah, but tell you, let's meet now. And it was no question. It was literally, we met at Cannonball. Yep. That was our thing. We met at Cannonball. Poor her, her brother, I mean, Sean, <laughs> she dragged him everywhere she went. And this poor guy was like, why am I here? Why do I have to be in education with you ladies? But we kept meeting and we kept meeting. And then Jody just had this drive. And she's like, I have to find the location now. And remember, while Jody has this drive, I have had experiences that led me to be very weary and say, okay, well, wherever we're looking at the location, I made mistakes in the past. We have to make sure it's this. We have to make sure it's that. We have to make sure the law says X, Y, and Z, which prepared us for making the next step. But I knew it was to be this property. Oh, yeah. So when she saw it online, this big, horrible property, I mean, <laughs> this is, many people know it. This is where um, there was a preschool. A was, was there a convent at one point? Oh, it was never a convent. convent. The convent is upstairs. upstairs above ah, us. Ah, okay. The actual location was, um, was, was. Winter, was so, Winter Academy. Yes. But before that, it was built first. It was Mount Mercy. Mount Mercy. Oh. So Alpha came, was birthed out of Mount Mercy. So this building belonged to Alpha. It was originally a school. It was built for a school, Mount yeah. Mercy. Okay. When we were in here. <laughs> oh, but they had converted it to a retreat. Yes. yes. <gasps> Prior to us being here. So Winter would have had it more school-like than we had it. Okay. We had to tear down walls. There oh, was no walls? playground. Jody says, up oh, this sloping hill. And Jody, a tractor comes to fix it. <laughs> and Jody's like, Level over here and level over there, not thinking. Like a pole, the wires. The place burning down because the electrical fire is happening. <laughs> and we don't know how to stop the electrical fire. I mean, trust me, the first couple of years of reach. Woo! Teething pain. Teething pain is more like pulling out wisdom teeth every day. <laughs> it was it was difficult, but it was birthed out of a need and it was birthed out of a mother's need. So, you know, Jody knew that she wanted more of a chest. She was the one with the child first, you know. She knew she she couldn't find that mold that would be perfect to give him that, that space to blossom into whatever he wanted to be. Everything has so many boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, and not in a way that was good. It was you had to fit in it or else. Mm-hmm. And she knew it from her preschool. She had so many kids that needed more than that. Mm-hmm. And then, and of course, Canon was obviously a part of it from the beginning. But as you can tell, Canon was always more quiet. I'm the quiet one. <laughs> so Canon worked for me at Billing Blocks and right. I saw her strength. Um, but, you know, sometimes she just needs a little pull in. <laughs> she needs to know to be guided in the right direction. <laughs> also, my kids are the oldest. Everybody else had kids while we had reach. Both of my children were born before I had reach. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the story forms the heart of reach. I mean, there was a need for Che. And I mean, as a new mom, you wanted the best for him at that stage. And you needed to find that school to say, okay, I'll just create my own school. And that being the heart of the school, I mean, other parents are coming there. I mean, you, you other ladies have children now. And you're, you, you want the best for your children as well. And you, that's the heart of the school. And that's what makes the school so phenomenal. But what I love about this, especially Michelle, is that 
the support that Jody gave to Vanny mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you know how it goes in Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. You are competing. Yeah, actually, we're not. Yes, yes, and yes. to me, no that is like just a sign of abundance and generosity. And like, and that's what we're all about. Um, we're really trying to talk to have more conversations about that because it's so very important. We can't, there's just enough for everybody. About supporting each other and yeah. about seeing our talents in each other and knowing that, you know, one person has this strength, another mm-hmm. person has mm-hmm. this strength and we come together. You know, I'm all about that. You know, I always say mm-hmm. the five people that you hang out with. <laughs> well, you have to break down. Um, Vani has had some experiences that I had to chop away at to make her know that, it was really just genuine, just support right. for each other. And now we all three do have each other's back. So mm-hmm. I know what she's good at. She knows what I'm good at. Kind of knows what she's good at so that everybody can find their space. Mm-hmm. Because in Jamaica, it is very cutthroat. cutthroat. Absolutely. I think it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Our ex- my ex- most of my experience is in Jamaica. And that if someone else has the same business as you, it's we don't see a lot of people supporting each other. It's more okay, well, I don't want them to take any of my business away mm-hmm. rather than supporting the person. Mm-hmm. My personality is always to try and help somebody rather than hurt them. Right, of course. Right. And we always know that reach obviously is not going to be the school for everybody, but it no. will be the school for some people. So, you know, you, you're going to have that little, you're going to have your home, your, your own market, your own niche. And again, and we have, back to there's enough for everybody. Of course. Yeah, we have found a lot of other built friendships with other schools and other school leaders now that yeah. we've been in it for a while. Yeah, because mm-hmm. everybody doesn't fit, as you said, every situation. So, you know, there's enough for everyone. So, first of all, we must mention that um, Jody's preschool is building not blocks. building blocks, mm-hmm. right? So that's a big that's a nice little um, feeder. A phenomenal preschool, yes. I might add. Thank yeah. you. Yes, it's the feeder for each. Mm-hmm. So once Jody, so once you knew that you wanted Kana and you wanted Benny, you have Sean as your backup. How have you now determined who your, um, what your roles are for reach? And can you tell us a little bit about what each of your roles are? Yes. Yeah. So um, each of us have very different roles. When we started at first, we ca- everybody kind of jumped in together and we had to figure out what worked best for each person. To be very honest, I know what my strengths are and I'm not going to take on what I cannot manage. And if I need help, I'm going to say, I really cannot do this. Can you please help me? So out of a lot of ups and downs. And trials. And yeah. errors. Yeah, yeah. errors. <laughs> and that's why we, that's one thing I must say. Because of all the errors that we have made, it's where we have realized each person's strength. So out of those errors, who is able to manage and formulate a plan or create some kind of um, solution, we knew eventually we were just formed into our roles. Mm-hmm. So it's not like when we started, yes, when we started, because we were opening a school, we had to write who was this, who was that. And funny enough, when I started to reach, what did I tell Jolie? I don't I- want to be the principal. I don't want to be the principal. No, 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 no. And I said, I was, I, I was adamant. I am not being, I remember, you know, I was my role in the, in the States working. I saw what the principal did and I was like, you are not finding me there. <laughs> She's an excellent principal. But funny enough, when I had to go to the ministry with Kano, 
to, to register the school. I'm like, kind of put your name down. You know, kind of is a quiet one. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so we all kind of put our names to something. And then it kind of the universe kind of led us in these paths. And when you became strong, like as Jolie said, we found our niches. We kind of... Um, kind of try to get more training and more experience and more exposure in that. And so we fine-tuned our craft. And eventually, as we ended up, you know, supporting each other, finding our own niche, we kind of all found our place, you know, and you know each other's place. And when something happens and it it doesn't fit right with you, you're like, okay, well, I don't know if I can serve that 100% correctly. And so you're not afraid to say to the team, hey, I'm receiving this on my plate, but I'm not sure if I'm the best person. Could you tell me, does anybody else have something to feed with this? Does anybody else have a different perspective to, to manage it? And our, our, our thing is always is that if you can't manage, say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can't do it, just say it out loud. And so somebody else can pick it up because failure is not an option. And I think that's a big thing that um, people generally don't want to say what they're weak at. But we know our strengths and weaknesses and we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And if we do get something new that we're not sure about, I will say, you know, I really tried to fit this in, you know, and I can't, even things that are my strengths. I will say, I tried a hundred times to fit these things in and I cannot, I just can't. Somebody else look at it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. And that's what the I mean, it still may come back to me. And it's like a math question. Sometimes I'm like, I really can't work it out. Vani look at it for me and she do two more steps. And then she's like, I can't get any further. Here you go. <laughs> Take, Take it, back. it back. And then I'm like, all right, my brain needed a break. I get went again. Everything is fitting. Got it. Nowadays it's Wordle, but anyhow. <laughs> You know, I'm into math. I'm not into words. I like words. So anyhow, we still don't know what your roles are. So let's say Jody, oh, yeah. with you, what are your, what is your role so, today? I am technically the vice principal. I take on a lot of the organization of the school on a whole. Logistics. Logistics. Um, scheduling. Scheduling, planning all, most of the events, all sporting activities. Anything that I'm creating my brain, I, I pass it on to her to come to fruition. Vanessa is a delegator. <laughs> and I'm a doer. Jody's a, the timetable goddess. So no. I am very hands-on and I like to do a lot of things myself. So she's logistics. So yeah. so I'll logistics 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vani is the principal. <laughs> I'll let her tell you all about her role. Well, I do the principaling of reach really and truly, but the principal role is not as difficult. But the um, creating of curriculum, anything to do with moving forward in creating new curriculum that meets and matches what our students need. So we continuously are changing, ever changing with that. So curriculum, planning, development, teaching, learning. Um, I prepare all of my, te- my staff and teachers with any professional development that they need to move them in the future, moving, always pushing a little bit further. Um, yes, I have to do with all the principal roles where it's uh, all of the management of a business. So, you know, the ever, every day to day, you know, making sure that the playground is running smoothly, the activities are happening, people are in that role, especially in COVID time. It's really being a, a sergeant, which we're hoping eventually moves away from that. But really, I think for me, it's, I see where in education, that's my niche where I can see where the future is going. 
and I have in a great connection with um, other leaders. And so we tend to be able to push the school in that direction. So all the different creative thoughts of spending any money, that's me. <laughs> so after I come up with the ideas, I have all these thoughts. I put it to Jody for logistics and move it from logistics to Sean for money. And we move forward with that. But Kana, Kana is a special one. I could never touch that role Kana does because she manages standardized testing in Jamaica. And we all know the pressure we put on our children mm-hmm. and ourselves with standardized testing. And that's Kana's niche. Okay, so I'm the upper school coordinator and um, I do all things PEP. So we don't love PEP, I'm going to be honest, right? But it's a part of life and we have to prepare the kids for it. And a lot of the tools that you need for PEP actually are very useful. Mm-hmm. So I actually teach um, the classes, grade four, five, and six, along with helping to prepare them in any way possible and um, constant communication with the teachers of how we're going to attack PEP. Mm-hmm. and get the kids through it. It's a very emotional process. It's not just academic. There's a lot of emotions that go along with it, a lot mm-hmm. of emotions for the parents that go along with it, a lot of communicating. It's a, it's a time of growth for everybody, I think. Teachers, mm-hmm. parents, children. And I think kind of grows. <laughs> Every year. Every year. <laughs> Yeah, we've both gone through it twice, and yeah. I can't imagine having to go through it every year for sure. Well, <laughs> thankfully we didn't go through PEP. Yeah, so yeah, thankfully. But, but so everybody has a different role. Um, so how do you motivate each other? We, we're still in this pandemic, and everything is, you know, topsy turvy. I mean, we're kind of getting out of it now, and we're a whole new way of life, and a whole new way of seeing things and doing things. But how do you motivate each other? Well, I think for us, as we were talking about this earlier, you know, I think for us, um, there's not, we can't all be weak at the same time. So just like in any marriage or any relationship, right, you're always going to be the stronger one and then the weak one because we all have to balance each other out. So um, through the past, going through, and COVID, um, going through our struggles, you know, we found that not everyone can be weak. And there are going to be times that we are hit differently, and so you kind of know that when you see that one person maybe hit harder, you tend to just jump in and just lift and try to take that weight as much as you can to, to balance that situation out. Um, I think also us being mothers, now don't get me wrong, we are three different type of mothers, not the just same. like our rules. <laughs> Very but different. Through parenting. Um, and seeing each one of us parent our children, I think we've also learned the emotional side of each other even better because let's be real, that's, that is our weakness. Our children are our weakness, you know? And so you tend to find that you can see when the next person's dipping or maybe needing that support or maybe as not as connected or maybe distant, you just jump in. You just tend to just jump in without asking anything. You know, you just try to support the next person. I think it's kind of like, well, although these ladies say it's not marriage, but you're in a partnership. You know, it's kind of like any partnership. Of course. Um, you, you, you tend to know each other. And when the, when the balance throws off, somehow you feel it. And so you jump in there to support each other, you know? Yeah, we know when the other person is down and when you need additional support or when you're not man- managing, you already know everybody's strengths and weaknesses also. So you kind of say, all right, she's not going to manage this very well, you know. They knew that COVID was going to throw Vanessa into our whirlwind. So he said, all right, we need to have a plan. 
because if she don't have a plan, she's gonna and allow me to have the million plans <laughs> and go through it. But yeah, so you're understanding each other, each other's um, strength and weakness, and I think it, it, we understood it because you went through problems, because we had low points, mm-hmm. and that is what made us stronger today. And those low points will happen again, but I don't think we'll ever become so low again because mm-hmm. we figured it out. Yeah, prior right. COVID was not our first challenge. A lot of those challenges as well. Pardon me? Everybody has evolved. You know, oh, yes. You've evolved. None of us are the same as we were two years ago, thankfully. And But what I like, though, is the balance that you all have created with three of you. There's obviously um, an amazing chemistry. And the balance is very evident in how you run your school, your parents, your teachers, and, of course, your students. So I just think it's a beautiful thing that three women have come together and created not just a school, but this partnership. You know, it's, it's a, I think it's a lesson for your students to, to, to emulate. I do think it works well for the parents, the teachers, and also um, the students. The students mm-hmm. Because sometimes they have a problem. When you're at a traditional school, I guess, you're not, they, the children see us every day, you know, all three of us. Mm-hmm. So when you have a problem or you have something you want to discuss, it's kind of like you only have parents and you know which parent to talk to. Yeah. And then that parent can kind of take it to the other parent and discuss it before you get the answer. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So it, it works well for us in our business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To have three parents. <laughs> well, it's such a nice little team. And honestly, I love to see your... Um, your school on on Instagram. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So please um, tell us your Instagram handle. Now we will post it below, but tell us so people can follow you. Reach Academy JA. That's our handle. And uh, we're also on Facebook. So it's also Reach Academy JA. And our website is www.reachacademyja.com. Okay. So we wanted to ask you guys a few things individually about mm-hmm. tips on partnership first so let's go so uh jody or kana first what's your first tip okay tip on my first tip on partnership is to be respectful um and to be able to admit when you're wrong i kind of think that that's a major part of a partnership it's something i probably learned the last to be honest I'm the one that doesn't like to ask for help. So um, that took me some time in this partnership. But definitely to be respectful because any disagreement you may have can be handled respectfully. So that's my tip. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thanks, Kenna. My tip would be to listen. It's very important that all members of the um, partnership are heard. Then to be honest about how you are feeling so that even if it's not so nice some of the times, it's best we get everything out to be honest, and then obviously to be respectful so that we can come to a conclusion and move forward. So for me, it would be honesty and to listen. Communication is very important. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, Jody And Vanny? For me, it's um, I, which is maybe different, is that I think a lot of growth happened for me also, especially with what they've said, that's the foundation. But I think um, I always found it great to listen to other people who have been in the business longer than I have and have more knowledge than me. I've always been gravitate and gravitate to people who are in that space. And funny enough, I learn a lot more from what they did wrong than what they have done successfully. Because I always say, you know, everyone's success is going to look different. 
So I always think that you should um, surround yourself with other people that have more knowledge or more experience than you so that you can bring more to your team, you know, continuously working on yourself and think that you have always more to gain, more to learn, that you're not finished. There's mm-hmm. more to carry to your um, to your profession. Yeah, perfect. No, 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 no. We've learned from each other because I've learned a lot from mm-hmm. well, it's Vanny been, and Cano. Mm-hmm. It's been a great partnership, but we can't close this off without asking you what your tips on education are. In this modern times, post almost post-COVID, pre-war, or in the middle of war, like the world's a bit a mess, guys. So what would you give for educating your um, tips on education at this time? Well, I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Education should be fun and meaningful. Um, Kids should be able to connect to it. That's the easiest way for them to gain knowledge. They need to be able to make connections, but important connections, good connections, valid connections. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Kana. Every child is different. Therefore, every child learns differently. So it's very important that we know what type of learner you have. Yeah. Embrace it. Yes. That's an important point for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think um, um, on the perspective of of a parent, because remember, parents have the biggest role in this mm-hmm. whole thing, right? You remember the, the kids stay with us for a short period of time and the, what you say and how you act and what you uh, expose them to is they're, they're your mouthpiece. So I think it starts off with the confidence and hearing what the parents say around them. So, you know, be mindful of what your child has been exposed to as coming out of your own mouth and, you know, lead with kindness. And so when they come into the world, which first will be their school, mm-hmm. that they too will feel confident in leading with kindness because you're going to have adversity in anything they do, learning, socially, anything. So I think that as um, for me as an educator, if I have a parent on board and a parent that follows, you know, good values and supports what we are doing at school and we have that connection, um, you find that the child flourishes in any way. And I'm not talking about 100%, right? We're not looking for 100%. We're looking for growth. Mm-hmm. So children grow every single day when they have the support from the school and the parent. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, you talk about your kids as being your weaknesses. But honestly, mm-hmm. I think your kids are your strengths because this school was born out of the need for your kids. Similar story for Michelle and I in this podcast, because we have older children, as you know, mm-hmm. and we're always telling them, yeah, you guys can do anything. You can be this, you can be that. And Michelle and I say, yes, but what are, what we, are we doing? doing? Yeah. So in order to be, we had to model and going after doing what we want to do. If we're telling them to stand in the light, we better be ready to stand in the light ourselves. So you know that's so true that is so true and that's so scary you know if you actually have to stand in the light with them I guess your choices that you make and how you uh, and your understanding of the the fears that they're going through will be so different once you're you know doing the same thing you will ask them to do mm-hmm. absolutely sure. I mean as an educator myself I mean I have always always admired um reach I remember when you guys started and um, I have always admired it, admired the whole process, admired just the strength of the three of you. Um, I know a lot of parents have gone through your hands. I've heard only great things. Um, <laughs> in fact, when I, was, when I was a parent at St. Hughes Prep, 
and we had students coming in from reach and the teachers will say, oh, they're from reach. They can read. They are good. And they, the <laughs> reach students always stood out. Let me tell you, Jody, your babies from reach all from, from, building blocks. Blocks, from building blocks. They always stood out. Um, and it was just a pleasure to, to see them grow through the system coming from building blocks. And obviously yeah. apply that to reach. And you're oh. just doing a phenomenal job, the three of you. And um, just, just congrats. Just keep doing it. And I love the fact that it's so out of the box. Oh. I love that. That's what I love most about it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm so proud of all three of you and of Reach Academy because I, I feel like I was there from the beginning, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You guys have really done yeah. a, a great, great job. And um, thank you guys. And this is just a tip of the iceberg. Imagine this is just, we're just getting our feet wet. We're I know, just where's the high school school. coming? I'm not <laughs> I've, I've learned my lesson. Never saying never. Well, we, we are not manifesting a high school. Okay. Okay. We are manifesting our retirement. <laughs> You're not our age yet, guys. You know, no, no. <laughs> you have lots of time. We hope to live to that age. So high school. <laughs> it will be the need for somebody else. My children are almost one is at high school and one is on our way. So it'll be somebody else's desire. That went fast. Not man. <laughs> Anyhow, thanks so much thanks, for uh, taking the time and uh, being here on our March series talking mm-hmm. about. The strength of community of women. Yeah. Thank and you guys. Thank you for modeling that for sure. For sure. So thank, thank you, Kiana. Thank you, Vanny. Thank you, Jody. Thank, thank you. you. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of What the 50. Please show your love and encouragement by sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram. And please join our active Facebook group at what.the50.